Stop! Hey everyone, it's Lila and Madeline. And welcome. And <laughs> you little snitch! I- hey everyone, it's Lila and Madeline, and welcome back to Not So Average Podcast. Today we have a more serious and deep episode planned. We are going to be talking all about anxiety slash stress. Anxiety and stress are a big part of people's lives right now, and so we thought it would be a good topic to talk about on this podcast. And we are going to be explaining how we personally deal with anxiety and how we look to God for help in times of stress. Without further ado, let's get straight into the episode. So our first topic is how we are going to be explaining our personal anxiety, like, throughout our lives that we've had so far. So, yeah. You get to Um, go first. Me? (laughs) Okay. So, um, I've kind of had my anxiety my whole life. Like, my parents have anxiety. Um, and I feel like it's more than just having anxiety. Like, what does that really mean, having anxiety? Like, I feel like it's having like you're anxiety. Being stressed. Like, there's no actual like definition to anxiety. I feel like unless it's like, like nobody knows like what the actual definition is. But I feel like for me personally, I feel like the actual definition is like when you're stressed and you're like worried yeah. all the time. The like the real definition is like overwhelming fear. Yeah. And I feel like it's a lot more than that. I and, feel like, like worrying. I feel all like the there's definitely I, I feel like there's definitely different stages, different mm-hmm. feelings of it that mm-hmm. go along with it. Um um so my personal anxiety, I get worried about very very little things. Little little things, whether it's a grade or Same. like I'll get stressed out if I have a C in math or I'll get stressed out if yeah. I even have like a B minus because I just get so worried about that yeah. little stuff and I'm like we're because like so used to like I know I'm so young but I I even go as deep in th- as thinking about college. Like I literally I I I mean I like I'm not going to like overthink like oh what if I do bad in college what if I don't get a good career in the It's future? not necessarily that it's what if I don't get in the college. I mean you're going to have to apply to more than one college right. so you're going to get accepted like right but because my anxiety is so bad because of those awful thoughts in my brain are so bad i dig as deep as not even getting into any which obviously is never going to be the case but my anxiety the demon inside of me it it just it it kind of blocks out my brain for whatever god wants Uh me to think and that that that's that's satan trying to destroy my brain uh um but i feel like god is so much stronger than that and that's what i try to tell myself so, you can go ahead and kind of share your kind so, of explanation. I'm, like, I don't have as bad as anxiety, but I still have it. Like, I get worried. I feel like everyone does. Like, how Lila said, like, over a grade or, like, if I don't fall asleep, like, it changes a lot for me. Like, I'll be super tired and I'll go to bed at 7 sometimes. But, like, if it's a school night or something and I, like, get in bed at, like, 10 o'clock and I don't fall asleep till midnight, I get super stressed out and, like, my anxiety level goes up super high because, like, I want to sleep. And my parents are like, you'll fall asleep, don't worry. And that, like, makes me even that, worse. And I'm like, that's not, that's not helping me at all. That's not going to help me That is literally so relatable. Uh-huh. I, if I can fall asleep, I get so worried. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, I need it. In the morning. And, like, like, if I hear, like, my parents snoring or something, I, like, freak out. Like, I, like, I want to, like, smack them or something to, like, wake them up and say, stop snoring. But they, like, they continue it right when they fall back asleep. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to fall asleep. So I just have, like, this overthinking thought yeah. in my head. Like, I'm not going to fall asleep. Yeah. What do I do? Another I'm, thing I want to say about mine is, like, I can never really get over it. Like, mm-hmm. I can never really forget what I'm worrying about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, eventually I do. Like, it's not like I'm going to hold on to that until I'm 150 years old. But, like, um, I always, I can never, I feel like I can never let go of it. And I feel like whenever I worry about something, it, like, it never goes away. Do yeah. you feel the same? I mean, I'll, like, let go of it. Like, if I'm in, like, a situation of, like, an argument with one of my friends or something or, like, 
someone. See, I can't do that. Like, I'll, like, still hold on to it for, like, a day or two. But then I'll just, like, be like, oh, it's not that bad. We're going to figure it out. And I'll just, like, let it roll away. And, like, I'll just forget about it. And I won't really care anymore for it. Yeah. Because, it's like, you're going to figure it out. But if it's something, like, majorly big, I'd say I'd hold on to it for, like, a week or, like, a month. And, like, I would, like, overthink, like, what if they don't like me anymore? What if I, like, they're not my friends anymore? What if they don't talk to me or ignore me at school one day? I'm, like, I worry about... Madeline has this really good mental mental trait where she can forget about something easily. I am the opposite. I literally... (laughs) Okay, this is going to sound really dramatic, and this is going to sound, like, kind of bratty. This is going to sound a little, like, over the top. But if Madeline texts me something really uncon unconvincing like the word like just k i get i'm like extremely worried because <laughs> what, losing my friend is one of my biggest fears mm-hmm. and so if someone texts me something in incon- unconvincing i get so worried and it's literally such an issue because you're not trying to drop me when you say the word k no. you're literally just abbreviating okay yeah. and, and so i like i, I used to be like that but i like, want you to tell me whenever i start to get stressed out over text i need you to tell me lila I'm not mad at you. It's fine because like, I get so worried. I'm like, Lila, the word K does not mean I'm mad at you. Yeah. And you're like, I know, but I'm just, like, really worried that, like, yeah. I'm going to lose you. I'm like, you're fine. I'm, you're not going to lose I'm me. I'm just dramatic, and I am just, like, anxious sometimes. And obviously like, it's an issue, but at the end of the day, we all go through those stages uh-huh. where we just get worried. We just it's get worried. like my friends will send K, and I'll be like, oh. Are you mad? Like, I like I used to think, are you mad? And like they got so annoyed at me when I said, "Are you okay? Are you? you am, I, am I like am I like hurting you or something? I'm, are you mad at me?" <laughs> and they're like, do to you. And they're like, "Just I'm not mad at you. I just don't want to type, so I send the letter K." Like, oh, or why? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I need to start realizing that when you're texting me. Well, okay, so if I've had experiences where someone told me if I ever text you K. That means I'm mad. And so whenever someone else does it, I I, I immediately think, like, they're mad at me, they're mad at me, they're mad at me, like, this is horrible, this is horrible, you know? But I think, like, on, like, over text, I feel like it's, like, more easier to get into an argument because, like, you don't know what the other person on the other side of the screen is, like, it's hard. It's hard to tell a tone. From the uh-huh. other time of screen. It's hard to tell what someone's feeling yeah. on the screen. You you can only really identify them when you're with them in person. But yeah. because a big part of our generation is on our phones, it's really hard to tell what someone's exact emotions are when you're just on a device. You're yeah. not actually with them. Yeah. And, and like, it's so hard and it's so that's why I get I, that's why I get worried about your tech about if you're mad at me or not, because I don't know what you're actually feeling. So I just assume you're mad. I live twenty feet away from I you. Know. Just come knock on my door. <laughs> Uh, well, like, it'll be I like nine like... at night, and you'll be like, "Okay," and I'll be like, <laughs> and then you'll say it till midnight, like, "Why Worrying. is she mad at me?" Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm not mad at you. You're fine. She's like, "Oh, thank God." Oh, um, popcorn. So, I feel like one major thing. Sorry, <laughs> that's my popcorn bag. Um, I'm eating while we do this. I feel like one major thing is that like if someone sends like a dot like just a statement and a dot i feel like they're going to get mad at me or that's I literally like, it and they're like i'm mad at you and when i send the dot and then like i send the dot and i'm not mad but they're like why are you mad i'm like i'm not mad so I'm and they're t- like why'd you send the dot i'm like I, I i either do it when i'm mad not mad or sarcastic. But, like, if it's, like, a long paragraph, you have to put dots, so it's, like... Exactly! Oh, my gosh, that's literally it. That's what punctuation is. Right, but if it's just, like, one word and a dot, then I worry. But, like, I do that when I'm sarcastic. 
Mm-hmm. I do that when I'm being sarcastic. And I feel like everyone worries over a screen because, like, they don't know what the other person on the other side is feeling, like we said earlier. So it's like they worry more than they do in person because it's like, what's going to happen? I have this weird thing where when I'm being sarcastic, not mad, when I'm being sarcastic, I put three exclamation points. That's when I'm being sarcastic. I do it to everyone. My and m- I haven't done you to, to you yet because I'm, I'm just not really sarcastic with you. Mm-hmm. In person I am, but not on text. <laughs> Uh, Why are we talking about sarcasm? Let's talk about anxiety. That's what today's episode is about. Yeah. And I feel like... I feel like on a phone or, like, on, like, a device, it's easier to have that anxiety level than in person because it's, like, you're face-to-face with someone and it's, like, you know what they're feeling and their anxiety could be lower than it could be over a text message and it could be higher over, like, Instagram or Snapchat or something. So it's, like, um... What's happening? Yeah, like... What's happening? It's so hard to tell what someone's really feeling when you're on a device because you're not there with them. You can't... (laughs) She just cracked her back. You can't see the expression on their face and you can't, like, look at them. You can't actually see their feelings. You you have to assume what they're feeling over Mm -hmm. a device, which which can get girls and boys into fights. And I feel like over a phone is... Like, I feel like parents always say, just talk to them in person, ask, like... You don't want to like overwhelm them with questions like, "Are you mad at me? What's wrong? Am I am I like, and are you mad at me? Like things like that." I feel like parents will always give you the best advice because they've been yep. through it. They're older than you. They know what it's like. So I feel like just talk to someone older than you, then younger than you, because here's, they don't. Here's know something like. kind of moving on. I feel like if you're ever anxious in any situation, doesn't matter. Social media is never the answer. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give an example. Last night, I couldn't really sleep. Last night, I could not sleep. I was Good like, job. oh, why am I not falling asleep? Why am I not falling asleep? Mm-hmm. You know what I did? I made the totally wrong mistake. I went on my phone. That is not the thing you should do. I do you- that, like, but like, I'll just like play a game or like just scroll through like Instagram. That's fine. Like, I won't go on TikTok or Snapchat because I feel like those are like... Those are toxic nature. apps, but Instagram's not that bad. But Instagram like just calms you down, I feel like, except for like someone reposts about like actually, politics. I should... Or, like, actually... I should I should rephrase that. Don't post anything on social media. Don't about an argument. Don't feed into something. Don't start yeah. commenting. <clears throat> it's fine <throat> to like look at Instagram posts. That's not going to affect your mm-hmm. feeling. But I say posting stuff and commenting and liking people's TikToks can kind of just kind of like distract you from the main point of sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> that can kind of distract you from what your goal is. Don't do that. She's like balancing my laptop <laughs> on her head. Don't do that. Okay. Um. Just try to kind of restrain yourself from social media when you're going to bed. Instead of doing that, just pray. Mm -hmm. Just think about something you're looking forward to. When you have sleep anxiety, just think about something you're looking forward to. Pray. Don't don't try to, like, talk to your friends about it. Because that's not exactly going to help. Yeah. I mean, it could if they're very inspirational, wise friends like you are. But, like... If I if I'm like if I'm having sleep anxiety if I can't fall asleep and I'm starting to get worried that I'm never gonna fall asleep and I start texting Madeline, ah, and I don't that's respond. not necessarily gonna help. You know? It's not gonna help if you text someone at midnight and they're not right. Up. You're not unless like, you know that you're not gonna up. respond. No one's gonna respond. It's like so that's not exactly helping. But like you. I will stay up if someone needs me to stay up with them. Like yeah. I will stay up if my friend can't fall asleep and she's like going through like major problems with herself. Yeah, like I will so, stay up for that. But yeah, like, if it's like so, if you don't need me, then I'll go to bed. That that was just kind of what I meant by like sleep anxiety. Like don't necessarily start doing stuff on social media if you can't sleep because that's not exactly gonna help you. And yeah. social media is negative 
place. Social media is a really negative place. And you think that's going to help your sleep? No. Exactly. So, um, another, some other advice I have for, like, what not to do. Oh, wait, no. No, we, we, we have, have a whole, to save that. We have, we have a whole segment that. for advice. So yeah. I'm going to save it for so that. So, we but, should just move on to the next topic. Okay. Is, so. So, we'll see you in segment two. All right, guys, so segment two is all about how God can help your anxiety. This is going to be my favorite one because, um, I don't know. I God, feel- God is a big part of making you feel good. God is the only part of making you feel good. Every, like, good thing that happens to you, it was clearly planned by God. So mm-hmm. are the bad things. What, and the bad thing is anxiety. It was planned by God because he knew it was going to make you a stronger person. So let's talk about how God can help your anxiety. You go first, Madeline. So I talk a lot. I feel like, um, I talk a lot, too. Uh, I feel like God can help your anxiety by just, like, what I would do personally. Like, I've only tried this, like, once or twice, but, like, it's helped me. I would, like, go into, like, an open space, like, outside, not inside, go outside. And I would, like, because my park, me and Lila's park has, like, a big field. So, like, I would go, like, on the hill or, like, in the woods or something where it's, like, quieter. And I would just, like, sit there and, like, pray. Well, I wouldn't really sit, but I would just, like, walk along and just, like, pray and, like, talk to him. And, like, just, like, that's really good. what's happening because I feel like you have to tell him what's going on for him to, like, basically help you. I Even mean, if it's, like, the I smallest mean, like, thing, like, I am having really bad anxiety right now. Can you help me? He'll help you. But, like, you... Just something small and, like, just telling him, like... He knows. He knows. He knows what you're going through. Mm -hmm. But talking to him can really help you feel better about Mm -hmm. yourself. And I would say don't go on your phone and try to, like, do anything on there. Like, just talk to God because nothing on your phone is really going to help you. Like, exactly. Like, do you think... Unless it's, like... Do you think typing something on your phone is going to overpower what god has for you instead or like writing it down even like just writing all of your emotions down on a piece of notebook paper if you don't feel comfortable talking literally out loud like write it down god's still gonna know (laughs) he's always gonna know like even if you don't say like talk to him like he's literally he still can like just look down at you and like see he's never not gonna know like Mm -hmm. he's never not gonna know what you're going through he's gonna know everything he's gonna know Anything that you're going through. <laughs> so I feel like just having him to be always, like, to talk to you. If you don't have, like, your parents around or you don't have, like, someone that you want to talk to around, talk to him. Be, like, have him be, like, your first, like, priority to talk to besides your parents because your parents will help you. But just, like, have God to help talk to you when you need him. Mm-hmm. How about you, Lila? That's a big, big thing, just talking to him, because, I mean, like, of course he's always going to know, but talking to him can make you feel so much better, and that's yeah. that's really good, what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing for how God can help is just, like, surrender yourself. Mm-hmm. Surrender all your sins to him. Yeah. Um, like, just, I don't know, just surrender yourself, because giving all those negative thoughts like anxiety and stress giving all that negativity away to him really does just like with that lift that weight off your shoulders you know yeah um, and i feel like having like i said earlier just having him to talk to yep so 
Was that it? I, think I mean, we can talk like, a little more. We're but very like, procrastinated right now with yeah. what's happened over here. We still have to eat dinner and it's recording kind of an this very, night. very late. And I like just got home from MEA, so I'm like going. Yes. Woohoo! Yeah. So that's kind of it. But I have a lot for. Is like, there anything else you want to say about like how God can help you? I'd say maybe like look up a few like helpful like bible verses or like right. bible chapters period to help you <laughs> like calm down i also i have a big thing for our next segment which is like our advice to you for anxiety yes, and that's all these. In the next segment. like i have something majorly big that i wanted to say in these last two segments but i couldn't because i'm trying to save it for the last segment but i think yeah i think so this is it. should we move on to the next segment yes let's go our next segment is advice to you. This is going to be long. I already got. Can I go first? Because sure, of I course. really have something on the tip of my tongue that I want to say before <laughs> the I forget your it. Tongue. <laughs> like, if you say something, I will forget it. So, we are just going to have us talk about it. So, our, my first, so we're just going to go every other. So, my first thing that I've been saying a lot is like, your breath control and like your breathing control so i feel like yes my school counselor like gave us like a legit sheet of like breathing techniques and stuff so it's like it's called like the triangular however you say triangular like breathing technique where like you start at the bottom left like draw a triangle even if you have to. So you start at like the bottom. I'll we should post this on our story. Yeah. Also. So oh I'll gosh. post it on the story after. Too bad you recording. can't like visually see us um, when we're filming a podcast. But we'll do it on but Instagram. So you start at the bottom, like one of the bottoms of the triangle, and you go up to the top by inhaling. Oh. And then you hold it at the top, and you go down to the other bottom. Mm-hmm. And then at the other bottom, you exhale, like exhale. So you, like, just exhale, and you just keep going, and it's, like, three seconds each, so, I mean, I feel like just having those, like, breathing techniques can help you, and there's also, like, breathing, like, apps that can help you, like, control your body and, like, stuff, so I feel like always just having a breathing technique to look yeah. forward to. Breathing, breathing's a huge part of, uh-huh. um, kind of letting go, letting go of anxiety, so my um my next piece of it adv- or my first piece of advice for you we're gonna do like two or three each, um my next piece of advice for you is. <sighs> Did you forget it? Almost. <laughs> oh okay um uh, oh ooh, okay <laughs> I remembered um, just kind of focus on the stuff that makes you happier and focus on the stuff that. Kind of walks away from whatever yeah. is kind of surrounding your anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, just start focusing on the more positive stuff because is po- focusing on the negative going to help your anxiety? Absolutely no. not. Is po- it's focusing on positive, positive, positivity is going to help it more. Yes. So um, focus on the po- happy stuff. Focus on what makes you happy. Focus on positivity because that's the only thing that's really going to make it um, better. Like, of uh-huh. course, God is going to make it um completely go away but uh, um another important factor is just kind of focusing on positivity more than focusing on whatever is surrounding your anxiety yeah. and so yeah focus on positivity um, that's my one of my biggest pieces of advice for anyone who's dealing with anxiety stress yeah. 
etc. Uh-huh. Go ahead. And I would one. say so. My next one is if you are <clears throat> like having, if you're like in the anxiety stage and like you can't. I have a good topic for next one. <laughs> uh, I would say just like taking a break from whatever you're doing, like schoolwork or like. If you're hanging out with friends, like, just say, I have to go to the bathroom. And just, like, take a few minutes in there and just, like, control your breath, catch your breath. Like, yep. just stare at yourself in the mirror and, like, say positive things throughout your mind. So you can, like, feel better of yourself and, like, not have all those worries going on through your head. And you can go back to whatever you're doing and feel better of yourself. So I feel like... Right. Um... So, this is, like, a big topic. This is an outcome of anxiety. Panic attacks. So, my dad had a panic attack once. I didn't see it. It was right when my parents got divorced, I think. I actually don't know about a lot about it. Um, But my dad, he had a panic attack. And so, I also watch a lot of shows that kind of surround around panic attacks. And so... If you've ever experienced one, I'm praying for you. If you are currently experiencing... And I've known, like, a lot of... Like, I've had, like... I've not really had, like, a panic attack. But I've had, like... Panics. Panics and stuff. Like, when I was... Anxiety attacks. I had to take a medicine for, like, two years because I kept, like, zoning out. And, like, my anxiety was really bad. So I had to take, like, a medicine for two years. And then, like... A few years Both ago, my parents I got, take anxiety I, like, medicine. I got, like, off of it, and I'm like, why do I, like, I don't have to take this anymore? And they're like, yeah, but, like, my parents are always like, if it comes back, you have to take it again or something. Yeah, like, um. So it's really helpful. What I was gonna say, not only does anxiety result in a panic attack, sometimes, um, anxiety can also trick you into thinking you're pan- you are having panic attacks. Mm-hmm. That happens to me a lot, which is really bad, but... It happens to me a lot where it actually happened to me like last week. I was doing my online school. You've told me like all of this. I was doing my online school and for some reason I felt like this really tight knot in my chest. Oh, I felt like I couldn't really breathe. And I, I literally thought that was it. I literally thought it was happening. I literally <sighs> thought, like I, I literally thought like this is it. Like I'm having my panic attack. I'm having a panic attack. Because I've always kind of knew like maybe someday I will have one. Because of how bad like, I Like, you get. don't know when it's going to happen. Like, you can't just, like, assume, like, oh, I'm right. going to have a panic attack today. Like, I I'm not, I never know when. I just, sometimes I feel like, oh, my gosh, it's happening. Like, I literally, like, I, like, sometimes I, like, I have to, like, I literally have to, like, step outside and just, like. Yeah, just, like, it's outside, not happening. God's like, got me. It's not happening. Fresh air can also help Fresh you with air anxiety. is literally one of the biggest things. Like, fresh air is so good for when. You're having trouble breathing because of anxiety, when your head hurts, when your stomach hurts. And so, yeah, like, anxiety can trick you into, having pa- into thinking you have a panic attack. Anxiety can result in a panic attack. My biggest thing for you, let go of it. Focus, focus on positivity. Focus on God. It will get better, and maybe that panic attack will stop because of the Holy Spirit. And it probably will because that's how good yeah. God is. Um, so, yeah, that's... Do you have any other advice, any other tips, any other experiences with More yourself? Like fresh air. Um, we said that. Just like praying to God, talking to Him, and I feel like that's it. I think we've talked about everything. So yeah, sorry we've not been so active on our podcast lately. We've been very busy with NBA break. Yeah. And so 
everything yeah. else. So I've I been gone. I've, I just got home, like I said, but I, I mean, did nothing. <laughs> you did nothing. You did like no, I'm like I just sat here in the thirty, I was like, 30 degree Minnesota. I was like, what's Lila doing? It was like, dude, it was like below freezing. It was. It literally was. It was like my dad's like it's. I almost died, guys. I like legitimately almost died. So we were hiking. Sorry, yeah, time. give a Duluth story. Give I'll a Duluth give a Duluth story. story. <laughs> so we were hiking up. We do so, an episode on anxiety and it slowly turns to a story time. Uh, this is just like a quick story time. So I it was Saturday and it was like our last full day there. So we were like went on like a Morian hike with everyone. So we went to like this big mountain area and we started our hike and it was like raining and like sleeting all day so it was like really mushy and stuff and I and me and someone else had like not we had tennis shoes on like really really bad tennis shoes on like ones with like no grip um so I had my school ones on since I brought those and like the pink ones so we uh, we were hiking and we were like so me my sister and then one of the other boys that was there went like a mile ahead of everyone. We got in trouble, <laughs> so we went back. Everyone was like freaking out. So then we continued like with everyone. So we were like halfway done, and it was like the super super steep downhill part. And I'm like holding on to trees, but like they were super like thin trees. So I'm holding on, and I spin, and then I fall, and like. My left foot slides off You're the joking. edge. Like, my left foot slides off. And my, like, right, like, bottom was, like, all, like, my right back of my leg was full of mud. And I had my sweatpants on. Not these sweatpants, but my teal sweatpants. I had those on. So, the little kids are like, Natalie pooped your pants. <laughs> and, um, so, I'm like, no, I didn't. So... My left foot slides off, and I'm, like, holding onto a tree, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And I'm, like, laughing when I get up. I'm like, I'm fine. Don't worry. But that would have been horrifying. Like, and, like, it was, like, a uh, waterfall, because we were, like, by, like, the waterfalls. Yeah. Gooseberry? So we were over there. <gasps> and I thought I was going to fall off when I was there, too. It's no, so No, but, scary. like, we were over at Gooseberry. We were, like, somewhere else. Oh. Um, but, like, we were over by, like, some of the waterfalls. So... It was so slippery, though. I'm like, they were, like, super, super thin paths, and there were so many rocks. So I was like, one of, somebody's going to fall. So me and the boy that I hiked, like, a mile ahead with, uh, with my sister, because, like, we saw everyone. Then we just kept walking, but nobody was behind us, so we got kind of, uh. So yeah. <laughs> um, we both slid. We were, like, the only people that actually, like, slid and almost was, fell. What, did that give you anxiety? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's basically it. I mean, hiking is good for you. Just don't die. Yes. Um, okay. Um, do you want to give any more conclusions on anxiety or stress? I do. Go ahead, then. Okay, my conclusion for today's episode on anxiety slash stress slash whatever you want to call it, my conclusion is whatever you're feeling, whatever anxious thought you're having, God is so much greater than that. Thumbs up. <laughs> God is so much greater than whatever you're feeling And so that's my biggest advice Whenever you're thinking of a negative thought Just think, you know what Like, I need to stop Because you know what, God's so much greater uh-huh. than it Like, so, 
I think that's it. No anxiety can overpower God's will. So just remember that. And we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, And we'll see you all next time on Not So Average Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye.